Hello, everybody, and welcome to this with Nero and the Dagster. I am your dear old Dagster. And I'm Nero. And today we're going to be discussing a few things. Right, what do we have today picked out? What we got going on? Okay, so we went to the homepage of Google and checked out news, and we scrolled through a few articles. And uh, we didn't really read this out, so uh, well, let's hope this goes smoothly. It's going <laughs> to be as new to us as it is to you guys. Uh, I tried to skim a little bit of it, but I didn't get very far. Um, the headline is what got us. Uh, it's tragically funny. Uh, it shouldn't be funny at all, but we have a sick and twisted sense of humor. Um, <laughs> the headline, and this was posted on, what is that? Is that ABC or NBC, CBS News? That one? It's uh, NBC. 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 Okay. It's, it's one a turkey-looking thing. Yeah, the, the gobble gobble. Yeah, uh, isn't that a peacock? I thought that was a peacock. I don't know. It's got the extravagant feathers, right? That's what it's supposed to have. Is the is tail it, feathers. Is it a peacock? I think it's a peacock. <laughs> I wonder if that's like a a symbol, yeah. like a or like a signal for them. It's be, NBC. They're like the company's a big peacock. They're just all show. Maybe you never know. It'd be it'd be hilarious <laughs> if we were like talking about the wrong company. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. We don't watch news. Um, oh, it's right here and it's NBC. <laughs> it's right here in the URL. I'm, uh, I'm not very bright sometimes. Um, NBC News, yes, the giant peacock turkey looking thing. It's a, it's a perky? Or a a, a turcock. Tur <laughs> it's All a right. turcock. Okay, so the headline is that uh, a toddler fastened in a car seat falls out of a moving car. <laughs> It's fat. Okay, that's the whole point of a car seat is to protect the kid, but no, he just falls right out of the car. I wonder if it still protected him. Uh, oh, that's true. It, so it, it's not the headline that's funny. It's the picture that <laughs> they have, like the thumbnail they have posted on the site because it's it, there's just a picture of a <laughs> of a toddler in a car seat <laughs> on the road. It's kind of like, hello, is anybody going to help me? I, I didn't notice that. Do you see how far away the mom is like in the car? <laughs> <laughs> She, like, drove off, like, what? Yeah, distance. she got pretty far. Yeah, she got a good distance away. The kid's like, Ma. Hello. <laughs> uh, okay. Can you um, imagine being the toddler? So, authorities said that the car was driven by the child's mother, who returned to get the child. It doesn't say how long after she returned to get the child. <laughs> you can see the, the, the car in the distance, the door wide open. Oh. I know if I was, when I was left in a grocery store as a kid, I was hurt that way. I can't even imagine... <laughs> being a toddler and thrown out of a moving car in your car seat, well, I, I would to, never forgive my parents. I, I would have to imagine the parent, the mom didn't throw the daughter out on purpose. <laughs> you um, never know. Uh, that's some people are. That's well, it looked like the back. Well, I don't know. That does look like the back seat door open. Wait, does it look like the driver's door or the back seat? It looks. It's like got to be the back door. Because be how else door. would have the toddler have gotten thrown out? I wonder yeah. if maybe she just took a hard turn. Yeah, and yeah. the door just swung open, and the toddler flew out because she didn't buckle it down. Or like, how would that have even happened? I don't. Maybe the seatbelt failed, but then that would be a problem in the car manufacturer. I don't. Maybe it's in the article. Who knows? Maybe it's in the article. Maybe we should just read. <laughs> but you know what? I just noticed. It's hilarious. Is the name of the person who wrote this article? Minivan. Get it? Minivan. Minivan. Wow. Minivan Burke. That's 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 pun worthy right there. <laughs> All right, so a driver in southern Minnesota was shocked when he saw a young child in a car seat tumble out of the back of a moving vehicle. 
Uh, if it didn't happen in front of me, I never believed it. Chad Cheddar Mock wrote on Facebook sharing a video of the incident that happened just before noon on Monday in the city of Mantaco. No, Mankato. Mantaco's cooler. It's got taco in it. But no, this is Mankato. <laughs> My bad. Mankato. Um, so basically, the car the child fell out of is seen in the video, traveling down the road. Driver was apparently unaware of what happened. Um, okay. Uh, Department of Public Safety said in a press release Tuesday, the child, a two-year-old whose name and gender weren't revealed, was not injured. So that's good. The child's not injured. Okay. Uh, and the parents came back. The seat did its job. Yeah. So, so the seat did protect the child. So, so kudos on the manufacturer of the car seat. Um, the seat was not properly fastened into the back seat of the vehicle. They did not provide details on how the door opened and did not immediately return CBS News requests for comment. Uh, the police released the child to the mother after determining the child was not hurt. Uh, authorities are requesting charges against the mother of child endangerment and of a child restraint system not being fastened. That's fair. Yeah. It's it, good the kid wasn't hurt. Um, that is fair, I guess, on the mom's side. I don't know if she just forgot or, you know. Well, I don't I mean, parents these days get so busy that they forget that their child is in the back of the car when they go to the store. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's very true, too. Like, we're from Arizona, right? So, Arizona, in the middle of summer, it can get to, like, 120-degree heat. So, if not more, there are days where it gets even higher than that. But yep. picture being in a car. It doesn't take long for that car closed with no AC. You know, the car's off. It doesn't take long for that thing to heat up like an oven. It gets hotter in the car than it does outside. So... That child, given long enough, not very long at all in Arizona and other states, I, I, I can imagine, not, given not very long at all, will boil alive. And Easily, yeah. So, so parents can be negligent. And it, it's understandable that they get distracted, that, that things happen. But like, I, I, I remember hearing this news uh, anchor, I think, I think it was a news anchor, said, um, leave something valuable in the back of your car, like your phone, so you don't forget that your child is back there. But then you have to stop and think, something valuable? Like, your kid's life is not valuable to you? Yeah, when, when I heard that, I was like, you gotta be kidding me, man. Because it, <laughs> you, the fact that it's, it's almost natural for some people to see, you know, their phone or their purse or things, things of that nature, that's something they can't live without or like they have to have on them at all times. But you have like, an, like a whole nother human. You have a whole nother human that you made yourself, assuming. Uh, <laughs> and it's in the back seat, and you grabbed your phone and not the kid. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, the thing about it, whether you made the child or not, even if you went out to adopt the child, I mean, that's that's... You know, unless if the kid's yours at this point. Yeah, if you stole the child, that doesn't count. You're going to jail for a whole other purpose. But, <laughs> uh, but yeah, if if the child's yours, um, I mean, the point is like uh, the thing is, I know that there are parents that are glued to their phones, and so that they're always on their phones, not even paying attention to their children, which is completely shameful. But, um. So I can understand why people would say, leave your phone back there, because you won't forget your phone. But it's like, if you're going to forget your child, then maybe you aren't fit to be a parent after all. Yeah. So. And, and a one-time 
situation. Not not talking to the point like you left them in there and then came back to them dead, but like yeah. maybe you like you you know, you're a new parent, you shut the door and you start walking, you're like, Oh wait, I've got a kid now. You know, that's a little more excusable. It's not oh, like yeah. you got in the store, you know, left them in there yeah. to die. I, I mean, if, if, you, if you're able to go back, I mean, within a couple minutes or something, it's a little more excusable um, if you're like a first-time parent. Because I know when I had my first, um, I was going to like uh, World Market or something. And it was me and my brother... And, uh, we were, we were going into world market and I had Zelda in the backseat and she was still pretty young. We got like into world market and then I pulled the card out and I was like, wait, <laughs> hold on. And so I had to go back and I was like, oh man, I can't believe I just did that. But that was when I was like fresh and I'm so used to just getting out of a car and going you know, you have to kind of retrain your mind to get these things, you know, in key and, you know, make that a part of your daily routine now, you know, taking care of someone else. So that's a little bit different, a little more excusable, but things like this, you know, it, strapping a car seat in is, I mean, that's like one of the, that's like the first or second thing, I mean, other than putting it in the car. That's the next thing. At what point did you put the car seat in a car and then just shut the door? Like you didn't, you know, no seatbelt or nothing. I don't know. That, that is weird. Like you thought you you had the, the, the foresight to put the child in the car seat. You did that right. Good you job. You buckled the kid into the car seat. Good job. You, but you, you seem to have missed the point where the child can't just be anchored to the car seat all willy-nilly. No, the car seat has to be anchored to the... Yeah. You know, I think the bigger question is how did the car seat get out of the car? Because they didn't explain that, how the door opened. Well, what I would imagine is that they probably didn't lock their doors. Um, And you know how how kids can be. Because one of my brothers, he actually, um, when he was younger, they were driving down the road and he opened the door and jumped out of the car when he was little. Like he didn't think about it. He just did that. And... Um, so if this kid being two years old, uh, who's to say they wouldn't have gotten curious and started playing with the door locks and the door handle and open the door. But well, the interesting thing about that picture too, it didn't show, they weren't at a turn. So it's not like the, 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 the child's car seat was pushed out by uh, velocity because it was a, during a turn. They were on a straightaway. So unless maybe that car seat was leaning against the door or if it was like on the very edge of the 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 back seat. Well, maybe they'd come out from a turnout like an intersection. Mm, it's possible. Like but maybe they were at a cross and then they... Well, it didn't look like that because it looked like they were just... Wasn't, weren't they like just driving past the left turn lane? Isn't that where they, they were? Right, right at a left turn lane. So they were just approaching... Well, then again, they could have uh, maybe turned out... There's a chance that they could have turned. Yeah, there, there is that chance. But it just didn't... Based on the picture, it didn't look like they turned unless the driver... Uh, was being extra irresponsible and made one of those turns where they, they cut off several different lanes because they were all the way on the far left lane. So maybe that was a... Let me take another look at that picture because maybe that'll give us better details as to what... Um, as to what I'm trying to figure out. Yeah, so that... Like, 
see right here because that's a left turn lane yeah so, so they're in a left turn lane now but i don't know if that's a two i mean two. it's it looks like they're in a city so well it's a I mean, video so we could check the video out but i don't know just based on the picture the thumbnail of the video it's the mother would have had to make a wide turn to get over to the left lane that quickly right for the child to be right there yeah, I mean, if you look at where their head's positioned, like the way their body is kind of angled, it looks like that kid just got done flying out. Yeah. Almost, like, she, like it's sliding. Yeah. But, you know, how was it a dash cam? Is yeah, that what they said? Okay. Video. So, yeah, I, I mean, watching the video is pretty much one of the only real ways to figure it out, but, um. But if you want to see the video of that, We'll give credit where credit is due. It's NBCnews.com. I won't give you the URL because it's probably a lot of like, actually I'll check. Yeah, it's a lot of like uh, letters and numbers and stuff. So I'll just tell you that it's, um, yeah, it's uh, the headline is toddler fastened in a car seat falls out of a moving car. It's on NBCnews.com. Uh, it was released January 15th, 2019 at 2.47 p.m., the author of the article was Minnie Von Burke. So that should give you enough to, uh, <laughs> to find the article yourself. So still rather ironic. It is. Uh, that minivan. Like, that's great. Like, if only yeah, the car that, was a minivan. That would have been perfect. <laughs> it would have been, been tragically perfect. Um, but at least the kid's okay, and that's yeah, what's important. that's good. Right. Um, so uh, the last thing we have here, um, we were going to go over some conspiracy theories. Maybe one each um, that we that we have, we had heard about or you know whatever, um, and these are meant to be um, in more of a comedic feel. So it's not not to say that we d agree or disagree with any of them. Um, we just found them obnoxious or funny or whatever the case is. Um, so for mine, <laughs> I had a a coworker tell me that, and she sounded pretty convinced that. Uh, <laughs> the government in, I, I think she said Colorado, the, I think it's, uh, what was it? FAFSA, I think is, is what she was talking about or, or FEMA, FEMA camps. Well, FAFSA is, uh, for school funding, like, uh, okay. So it's not FAFSA. Aid, it must've yeah. been FEMA. Federal aid for financial, or financial aid for student something or it, basically that's what you go through whenever you want to go to college for money. Okay. Yeah. It's definitely not FAFSA. It must've been FEMA then. Yeah. She's talking, she's telling me about FEMA camps because, <laughs> and they're, I guess they're like concentration camps, but like oh. FEMA. Um, but she was saying that, uh, the government is kidnapping homeless people out of the middle of Colorado and putting them in underground FEMA camps and testing them, like doing tests on them. Okay. Which is, so not to discredit that, because that, you know, that's very um, Venom-like, you know, how the movie. Yeah. Um, but, because, <laughs> I mean, it does almost seem possible. Because it's like, you know, the, the government's probably thinking, you know, they're just homeless people. You know, why do they care? But at the same time, so here's the catch, though. Guess where the guess where the underground camps were like, or being said to be placed in? Area fifty one. No. No. Well, no, because that would be Nevada. Well, I know, but I was like, are they shipping them out of state? <laughs> no. I think think big corporation. It's underneath a big corporation. 
Underneath the Walmart it, distribution center? <laughs> you're really close. Yeah, I underneath am? Walmarts. Oh, wow. So the conspiracy theory is that homeless people are being, are being kidnapped and, play, and placed in FEMA camps <laughs> underneath a Walmart in Colorado. And what's even better is that apparently people have attested to hearing screams in Walmart. Is it just this one specific Walmart? I, I don't know. I would have to look into <laughs> But it, whether it's one or many, you know, I had, so the question I had for her was how? <laughs> how? <laughs> like, so, so let's say they get them underneath the Walmart somehow. Okay. And my first question was, you know, people were there when this Walmart was being built. You don't think people are going to notice there's like a basement or there's not going to be some construction workers asking questions or, and even if not that, the people that work in Walmart, how do you get all those people to stay quiet about that? Well, here would be the thing, like, the people who would construct it would be government um, employees who, were, who would not really get, be getting paid right now because of the whole shutdown and everything, but that's beside the point. Anyway, <laughs> government employees who are contracted to keep their mouths shut or else. So, yeah, so that's fair. They would be the ones who have built it. Now, as far as um, would it have been built before Walmart got put in or after Walmart got put in, um... Honestly, this is the government we're talking about. They could do whichever and be secretive enough to get away with it. How know? do you keep all the Walmart employees' mouths shut about that, though? Because Walmart employees are, I mean, some of them are in and out, like high school jobs. And Well, what if it's a front? That's not actually like, well, that's like a functioning Walmart, but it's run by the government. <laughs> it's just like Sam Walton that's, gets all the money. Yeah. And he gets hush money. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, uh... Or he's behind it all, who knows. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's definitely unlikely, but I can, I can, I can see it though. I can kind of see you it. You can't imagine bit. anybody getting curious, you know, because I can picture this, like, uh, maybe they, uh, the government approaches these homeless people or maybe they don't even approach them as the government. They're just like, Hey, you know, um, we want to do something nice for you. We're going to take you to Walmart and let you pick out some stuff that you want. Um, whatever you, you know, you want to eat or if you want some new clothes or whatever, we'll take you there. And then they get them into the Walmart and they're like, Hey, there's an, there's an extra special warehouse down below the store. If you go down there, you'll find it. And then, uh, these poor people who are desperate, you know, they, they follow that and then they wind up beneath Walmart in a bunker getting tested. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, it's incredibly unlikely and probably completely false, but I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna say this. There's always that one percent chance that that's possible. Yeah, because it's almost. It's almost believable. Yeah, it's, it's almost. It, almost. It's still a little funny to me, but. Yeah, I mean, it's it's one way to like the whole Walmart idea would be that's that's how you could uh, get them to kind of trust you a little bit. But how would you do that during store hours? It have to be after or before store hours. Um, like they go in the middle of the night when the Walmart's closed, like. Like, hey, buddy, you want some groceries? I'll take you to Walmart. <laughs> and then, like, the homeless person is just, like, not even thinking about it. Like, okay, I'll go. Let's, let's go to Walmart. And then, like, so they go to Walmart, and then it's like, oh, no, I'm trapped beneath Walmart. Yeah, well, no, yeah, but they're saying they're, like, kidnapping them. Well, like, once, just hardcore stealing people. Well, I mean, once you get under the under the Walmart, and, like, now can I leave? No, that's, that's the point where it becomes kidnapping. Well, like, maybe they, they, you know, get them while they're sleeping, throw them in a van in the middle of the night. Take them to the the back where the semi trucks usually pull in for distribution. Yeah, that could work too. Bring them in that way. I kind of wonder about those screams though. Like, what what's like people hear screams <laughs> at that Walmart? 
I don't know. Everybody in Colorado is high, though, so... Oh, yeah, that's been legal for a while now, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I don't know how, like, new this conspiracy theory is or how long it's been around, but... I I can definitely look look more into that and bring it back. Yeah. But what about you? What do you got? Well, the first thing that came to mind when we were talking about conspiracy theories was Grand Theft Auto. Like, uh, San Andreas has... It's like a dozen of its own conspiracy theories. Yeah. Like, um, you ever played that game? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I played uh, the hell out of San Andreas. Yeah, that was ever, one of my favorites. Did you ever get, like, into the uh, whole conspiracy theory thing? No, I I did look into... I, I might have heard about them, maybe, but I know I was really big into looking for, like, secret characters and secret places yeah. in the game. Like, I remember I was there was one time I was trying to find... Uh, Jason Voorhees at like a camp or something and oh yeah I, I heard that I heard about that one well there was Jason Voorhees and Leatherface I think those two were supposed to be at a uh... well there was a cabin in the mountains that some I think Leatherface was supposed to spawn at and Jason was supposed to be at the uh, this one like little like uh, it was like a little bridge or pier or something like yeah. a wooden pier I know there was I don't know if it was GTA 5 or 4 or which one it was but I know there was that one there was one particular mountain that if you go to it at a certain time during the night, there's like a spirit up there. Oh yeah, that's GTA Five, but that's not that's not really conspiracy. That's like no, it's like a real proven. thing. Yeah. yeah, that's proven. Um, but yeah, no, it was San Andreas had a bunch of them. They had they had those two. They had uh, Bigfoot, which was probably the most popular one. They had um, uh, Mothman, uh, CJ's mom's ghost. Now the truth is like. I, when I was younger, I was always very, uh, even today sometimes, like my, I have an overactive imagination, so things like that freak me out. Um, <laughs> and I'm almost ashamed to admit this, but the CJ's mom's ghost one had me freaked out to go to CJ's house for like any time I played it for a while. Like, <laughs> like for probably a few, a few months after that, I was just like, I, I, if I had to go save, I went into that house, saved, and jumped right back out. I was not spending any more time in that house than I had to. I mean, <laughs> The conspiracy was so bogus, but like I, I'm so that stuff freaks me out. I don't know. Why. No, I can't blame you. There's there's some things that are just they're just off off putting, uh, and you just. But see, I think it's because also I can't play horror games because like they just they stick in my mind when I'm trying to sleep. Or like <laughs> I'm I'm laying in the dark and I can just I can hear sounds that that I would normally hear anyway, but because I'm freaked out by the game, it's like oh no, oh no, it's, yeah somebody trying to kill me no it's not you're not worth it don't worry about it um <laughs> but yeah so so that instantly turned grand theft auto san andreas into a horror game for me um anytime i went in that house it was bad it was uncomfortable yeah it'll do that yeah, <laughs> yeah but I know, it was crazy how big that bigfoot one got everybody was looking for bigfoot it even got implemented into um red dead redemption there was a. Uh, you ever played that? Yeah, you said you played Red Dead, right? A little bit, yeah. Yeah, I played the first one a little bit. Um, did, did it you, wasn't excessive, but. Did you ever play Undead Nightmare? The DLC yeah, port? yeah, a little bit. I played that one a little bit too. Yeah, because uh, there was a point in that game where you had to go. I won't do any spoilers, really, but you had. I'll do this little spoiler. If you haven't played it yet, I mean, it's it came out in 2010. Yeah, maybe the DLC came out in 2011. It's time to catch up. <laughs> yeah. But there's one mission if you I'm sure you've heard about it by now um, where you actually get to hunt Bigfoot. And uh, 
when you complete this mission, the achievement is called Six Years in the Making. You see, uh, Red Dead came out in 2010, where um, San Andreas came out in 2004. So that was a nod to San Andreas because it was like, you know, everybody thought Bigfoot was in San Andreas, but no, he was actually, but he was in Red Dead. So that was kind of the, uh, the nod to it that Rockstar gave. And they even That's gave funny. a nod in GTA V too, because it was a Bigfoot mission in that, I think. I haven't played that one. I've played I haven't GTA. played it in a while. Yeah, I just haven't played that mission. That's kind of cool. That reminds me of, uh, before we cut out here, that kind of reminds me of... Uh, if you play um, Tom Clancy's Wildlands, mm. there's a mission that if you go into the forest, you can actually you end up fighting the predator. Oh, and wow. if you beat him, you get his helmet and stuff. Oh, that's cool. It's pretty badass. It's so hard to kill him though, man. Well, I can imagine. It's I've got like me and my whole team, and we just he just wrecks me every time because it only takes two shots. If he hits you twice, you're done. Ugh. You can only be revived once too. So. Oh, that's no joke. Yeah, it's pretty crazy, man. That is a hard mission, but. Um, this is where we're going to cut it off here for today. Um, probably try to have one, what, every week, you think? It just depends on schedule, or but so. we're going to give it a shot. We'll, we'll yeah. see what we can do. We'll, we'll try to go minimum once a week. Uh, if we get the chance, we'll, we'll try to put more out per week and see what we can work with. But for now, we're going to sign off of here. Um, you were listening to this, and Nero is over and out. And Daxter, so is we got the Daxter. Alrighty. I'll see you guys next time.